So you're waiting for lightning to strike twice? Is that what it is? That <laughs> it's more like a hundred watt light bulb, but whatever. Okay. <clears throat> levels, 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 levels. So I know you don't drink, but do you know how to make an old fashioned? Is that when you drink sarsaparilla while watching Gunsmoke? folks i i wrote half of a cold open and for todd's line i just put question marks and i didn't know what was going to come out of his mouth it's a good thing that there's a pop filter covering my microphone oh my word Nice. Good work. Um, a real old fashioned is bourbon, sugar, or simple syrup, or, you know, some places use their own little mixture of something and bitters, right? Three ingredients, simple three ingredient drink, bourbon, sugar, bitters. Sometimes you'll crush up, you know, you'll, you'll muddle an orange or a cherry, right? Okay, okay. Th- th- this isn't this isn't Todd ought to know because uh, I shouldn't. Yeah. So why 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 are we using this at the top of the show? So last night I went to the Drake Diner. Oh, okay. And I ordered an old fashioned. Okay. So bourbon, check. Bitters, check. Two packets of Sweet and Low. Yeah. Check. A crap ton of cherry juice <laughs> topped off by Grand Marnier. That that doesn't sound like an old fashioned as you described it. Uh, the guys at the table said, is that a new fashion? What the- <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It's just not an old fashioned. I mean, okay. <laughs> whatever that's oh call it whatever you want to (laughs) oh you know what it's it's much like the iowa hawkeye football offense i mean it it gets the job done but just not in the way you'd expect well there's that and it also has a lot of bitters Hi, toddlers. Welcome to a Talking to Todd After Dark edition of Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Not too bad. Look at you bringing the big energy. I mean... You're, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting real close to used car salesman energy right there. So <laughs> what's it going to take for me to get you into this podcast tonight? <laughs> how long is it? Let's not talk about how long, how long do you have? Yeah, but I just need to know how long it is. No, 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 no. Don't think no, about it that no, way. No, 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 no. Think about how much time you want to invest. <laughs> then I got to go talk to my manager and see what we can do. 
Do you want the undercoating on that podcast? Because <laughs> you're certainly we, not getting the overcoating. <laughs> so we can we can hook you up. Because there's there's a lot of salt on this <laughs> podcast that you may want to protect yourself from. Oh, yeah. So the Drake Diner, not my typical bar, but I don't know. Anywho, um, to be completely honest, I mean, I'm, I thought you could get like a vanilla Coke and a malt. Yes, <laughs> those were the two things you could get there. Yeah, those are the two things you should get there. <laughs> you can get all kinds of other things. Hey, quick question. Why why does my chocolate shake have bourbon, sugar, and some bitters in it? Yeah, we're trying to mix things up a little bit. It's a that's a boozy shake. They're very good, by the way. Mm. Oh, should we jump into follow-up feedback yeah. updates? We should do that. Toddler number one. Last week we were talking about Smash Cannon. Yep. She Paused the podcast. Looks at me. Is Smash Cannon... I have this picture in my head of like the pumpkin chucking things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I suppose that works. Yep. Oh, now we got to get one of those. You right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could write that off. Can we build one or just buy one? Well, if we buy one, that's like one or two episodes worth of stuff. If we build one, that's at least six months worth of, of good content. And if we video it when it goes horribly, horribly wrong, that will launch the YouTube career, too. It sounds, it sounds like a breakout session at ToddCon <laughs> 2. Hot damn. By the way, I will have you know, I think when, when Lindsay was in, I don't know, fifth grade? She came home and did one of those things. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, by Monday, um, I need to build a, um, I need to build a catapult. Ooh. It's Sunday. Yeah, I was supposed to tell you on Friday when I came home. <laughs> so, uh, so there was a, there was a trip to the Home Depot and there was some purchasing of some stuff. Uh, that was the first time Lindsay, again, fifth grade, uh, Lindsay, I, Lindsay got to use the chop saw. <laughs> um, here you go. Measure, mark, cut it. There you go. Okay, we're going to need some of those pieces. Bolt the whole thing together. Um, the uh, the con She won. She won the contest at school. The uh, And I knew she would because we took it out to the driveway to test it. And what they were chucking were the fun size Snickers, which, you know, back then were much funner because fun size now is much smaller. Anyway, we lived in a cul-de-sac and uh, put a couple of, uh, put a couple of uh, uh, rubber bands on it and pulled it back. And then she fired it and it cleared the cul-de-sac and hit our neighbor's garage door. And we were both like, Oh, oh, oh that's good. <laughs> she came home. I won. I'm like, yeah, you did <laughs> a couple more rubber bands. We could put that Snickers into orbit. Anyway, so, one, a joke just for Doug. They're just unsized. Pause for laugh. Thank you. There we go. Two, 
<laughs> and three, when Lucas was in high school, for his physics class, they had to build a rocket that sh- that ran on air pressure and water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They built it, assembled it, went out to the driveway. They spent similarly, it was due the next day. He and his partner built it, went out to the driveway, and it's dark, right? Yep. And they're going to test it. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on a second. I start video, I start recording on my phone and they pump it up and they let it fly and it goes shoom straight up in the air into the dark. (laughs) And you're just waiting for, I wonder how long it's going to take them to think about this. We did find it the next day. Thanks to our neighbors, three houses down. They also did very well in their contest. (laughs) (laughs) So really, I mean, we just need to get Lindsay and Lucas to build the smash cannon for us. And we're golden. And we should be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We got feedback into the Talking to Todd hotline. Excellent. Just some thoughts from, sorry, hold on, Lisa Prinz? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess she's, I guess she was concerned that I wouldn't give the proper feedback. So she's now <laughs> emailing it into the show so that I don't forget. Well, last Although technically week's... most of this, this is feedback. Most of this is feedback for you, not feedback for us. It's feedback specifically yeah. for you. <laughs> yes, that's, that's fair. Uh, seriously in all caps, no good songs in 1776. I, Based on the production I saw, I stand by that statement. Mm. So, she, she Lisa writes, if you don't at least admit the Lees of old Virginia is catchy, we just can't be friends anymore. <laughs> Maybe you saw a bad production. Google it from the movie. Okay, I now have homework. Between now and next week, I promise I will Google and watch the Lees of old Virginia. From and, the movie. And apparently uh the fate of Toddcon to Hot Dam is writing on uh on this. Oh. Okay. Uh no pressure. Hmm. Spoiler alert. I think I'm going to like this song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On second thought, that is catchy tune. <laughs> oh, how about yeah. that? Yeah. Um uh item number two, the night agent. Please encourage Todd to watch this. Todd, hmm? please watch this. Oh, thank you for the encouragement. You're welcome. Uh, it's done by Sean Ryan, who was showrunner of The Shield, which is one of Lisa's all-time favorite shows. Um, and if you haven't watched The Shield, you should. I I occasionally... Was, was The Shield played the lead actor in the shield the guy that played the thing in one of the fantastic four movies is it uh michael chicklets yes yeah michael chicklets no uh, you you own that yep there i you guess go. i did okay yes it's not michael chicklets okay uh and finally shimacago 
which when we were talking about Schmigadoon last week, Amy again pauses the playback and says, um, actually, it's Schmacago. Um, actually. Um, actually. On Apple TV plus on Apple TV on Apple TV, it still shows as Schmigadoon season two. Yes. They didn't change the name of it. It's not yep. Schmacago, even though this season on Schmigadoon, they are visiting Schmacago. I mean, it's very complicated. Yes. I yes. don't know how anybody can follow along. Lisa continues. Pippin might be my all-time favorite soundtrack, which I knew. I knew this. Um, crap plot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's beside the point. I think it has something to do with fabulous high school memories. I am so, so old. <laughs> She's writing that, not me, even though all of us are also so, so still, old. Still applies. Yes. Yes. Still, still applies. Yes. So anyway, um, I... Uh, I am, I don't know about you, I am enjoying Schmigadoon slash Chicago so far. Are you caught up? We're jumping ahead here. Uh, we are not, well, today's Wednesday, today's Thursday. We didn't watch last night, so no, we're not caught up. I have no idea when these things come out. I think we're behind by one now, so. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow. On the other hand, I will also say that uh, after watching the last episode we watched, uh, and they were, you know, again, more Pippin stuff. Uh, we ended up spending about 30 minutes watching Pippin videos on YouTube then from the original cast and sure. then the revival cast and a, a lot of magic to do just for you. So, yeah. Show title. Awesome. So thank you, Lisa, for the feedback. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. I don't know whether, I mean, I guess this is going in feedback, though it could also come under follow-up. Sarah Judson Brown sent me an article. A St. Cloud business has just added a live stream train camera in St. Cloud, Minnesota. So you can tune in. Did you know this is a thing? I don't know how to answer that. That doesn't make me sound more nerdy than usual. No, actually, I didn't. No, sorry. <laughs> There are train cameras everywhere, and you can watch empty tracks, I suppose, and then just watch the trains go by. And so they have um, Northern Transcom Rail Cams is a thing, and the Lincoln Depot in St. Cloud has sponsored a new rail fan camera. And this is the eighth rail cam for the Northern Transcom rail cams 24 seven coverage of the trains coming through the St. Cloud area. Wow. That will also be helpful for uh, use in the trial at some point. <laughs> <laughs> the article continues. The rail cams Give train lovers a glimpse at trains in locations all over the globe. 
the next sentence in that article, which I just found on my own, you are invited to join in the fun with other rail lovers out there. Once you get started to into the phrase rail lovers, like maybe I think, you know what, just pull back and and just end the article. Welcome to my only trains. <laughs> Who wants to see a caboose? <laughs> no, seriously, it's a great caboose. It's a 1948. It has a, has a stove in it and a sleeper. It's great. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh my word. Oh. I, I also love the next sentence. Some of the cameras are set up in beautiful remote locations and incredibly scenic locations as well. The are the next sentence that didn't come after that is and some aren't. <laughs> Maybe you can be remote or you can be scenic. Maybe you can't actually be both. <laughs> Oh, my word. Thank you, Sarah, for this little bit of entertainment. <laughs> that took a weird turn, but but I'm... <laughs> oh, oh, but we should have seen that joke just coming down the line. Okay, anyway. Oh. <clears throat> just went off the rails, didn't it? Uh, let's see. Uh, feedback from Sherry High. Great show title last week. I'm I'm glad I'm glad she liked it. Um there there you go. That's <laughs> it was it was actually a callback to uh show number five. Dwayne does 98% of the work, which was almost three years to the day. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I did not. Three years to the day. Yes. Anywho. Um, and uh, lastly, this almost, this kind of rolls almost into another, um, actually, the uh, Doug from the Idiot Toddlers. Um, actually. Your 3M story last week? Really think? It really belonged on the other podcast? How come you didn't play the other theme? So, uh, apologies, I guess. Probably should have played the other theme. Maybe, Maybe that entire discussion should have gone into the other podcast, Amy actually provided the same feedback. <laughs> wow. You guys don't normally do that. I'm not complaining. You just don't normally do that. This is what happens when, uh, when Scott Frost, Aaron Rogers and, uh, and Brett Favre are all taken from us. This is what we're left with. <laughs> get what you get. Did you have any corrections? Uh, no, I did not. Do you have any follow-up? Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to give you a choice here. I have two items of follow-up, but and either of them really could be this week's Todd ought to know. Okay. So 
you can choose. We can do one of them in follow-up, and then we'll do the other one in ta-da-da-now. Sounds like we're making up new rules, but sure. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Neither of them are idiots, other than the two of us. Option one is follow-up on EV sales, electric vehicle sales. Okay. And option two is follow-up on the musical that's sweeping the country, Six. Why don't we do the follow-up for Six now and then hit me with the EV sales? Okay. So this hit my feed this week. Little is known about Anne Hathaway. The actress? No, the other one. Oh, okay. The wife of... Never mind. This doesn't have anything to do with Six. I don't have any follow-up here at all. Okay. Never mind. We're just moving on to the... I didn't read the article all the way. I'm like, (laughs) Anne Hathaway, the wife of William Shakespeare. Now, wait a second. Who was the wife of Henry the... That wasn't... Didn't... Didn't Henry also marry somebody named Anne Hathaway? I don't know. You're the one that went to Six. I didn't. (laughs) Okay, so now I'm... Now I'm... Now... Really? Oh. Well, one of them was named Jane Seymour. Oh. One of One of them... (laughs) Another (laughs) famous actress that shares the same name. Anna of Cleves, Anne Boleyn. Look, I know it's cute when you say something stupid and I hang a lantern on it so you can't edit it out. And I know it's really cute when I say something stupid and you choose to leave it in the edit. What I'm going to tell you is when we're both stupid, this needs to be edited out. This (laughs) has got to go away. This has got to go away. <laughs> so anyway, um the point of this article, God forbid it stays in. The point of this article that I read was that little is known about Anne Hathaway, the wife of William Shakespeare, not Henry VIII. Um to the point where they thought her name was Anne Hathaway, it may actually have been Agnes. <laughs> I mean, good work, I guess. You know what? If only if only somebody in that family would have written something down about her that would have been awesome if they would have had a quill or just just right? jotted a note wouldn't that have been nice yeah uh anyway the royal shakespeare theater company is debuting a production devoted to Anne or agnes i guess her side of the shakespeare story Anyway, whatever. Sorry. Ironically, uh, it's starring Jane Seymour. So okay. I just, the whole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, Which by the way, I didn't leave that as the callback after the thing. Cause that was my first thing. And I'm like, nope, I'm not leaving it. So you've got a choice. You, you don't have to leave any of that in. Oh, let's see how we do on time. Yeah, sometimes we're stupid. Where were we? Oh, I clicked off because I had to Google friggin' six. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, it's follow-up to a story that has nothing to do with only because we're confused and we don't know history. Other than that, tight show. Tight. We're on it. Hey, it is after dark. Were, uh, I was reminded again this week, no training updates. Do we have any non-training updates on Hot Damn? 
No. Okay. <laughs> Tech Corner. Oh, you have something in here. I do. What's going on? Um, this is, by the way, this is Todd's Tech Corner, uh, uh, brought to us through the uh, generous support of the Taylor Center for Technology Policy. So yes. about six months ago or so, I was talking about the stuff I carry in my travel bag, and I mentioned a USB condom, and then you had to stop and go, what is that? And I explained how you know you, 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 it's a USB <laughs> port that is missing the data, so you only get the power through that. And, uh, and actually Jesse on, uh, hearing it actually, he, that is what prompted him. He needed to go buy one and then said, we need an Amazon page, uh, because we should have got the, the affiliate link for him going to buy this anyway. Yes. I, yes. I remember this. That yes. whole thing was really funny. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. That's, isn't that cute or whatever? Uh, this last week, the FBI put on, uh, on Twitter, uh, if that's still around, uh, a PSA, um, urging everyone to quote avoid using free charging stations in airports hotels or shopping centers um they have a bad according to the fbi uh from you know, the fbi office in denver bad actors have figured out ways to use public usb ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices carry your own charger and usb cord and use an electric outlet and electrical outlet instead they did not make any mention of the USB condoms, but that probably would have been a congressional investigation for whatever. So anyway, uh, we were ahead of the curve once again on the technology. You just, just you know what? You, you see a USB port in an airport or whatever, like just don't, just don't, don't use those. There you go. You're you're safer to just let your phone run out. <laughs> yes. Uh, I would also, though, because of what happened last time, um, if you choose not to use it, um, please uh, write write uh, write your password down on a piece of paper as well. Does that have anything to do with using the USB port? No, but apparently I just need to remind people occasionally write down your passwords on a piece of paper. You are going to get in so much trouble for that. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just sitting here. Sitting right next to Amy when she listens to us, so you're proximal. It's... Yes, I'm the one she can smack. Oh, let's see if this segment goes any better. You ready for this? Oh, that's right. Jane Seymour. That's <laughs> which one? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, had had you had you oh, had damn you, it, had, damn it, damn it, damn it! I can't even help myself now. Son of a gun! Darn it! <sighs> I get that ever happened. <laughs> I was hoping you'd come with Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <sighs> She's such a good medicine woman, she could have put the heads back on a couple of the others. Anyway, sorry, never mind. That's oh so um last year, well, several times we've talked about electric vehicle sales. Yes. And this chart actually came to us from our friend Ward Lenz. Oh. Some sometime listener, sometime contributor, 
sometime winner award award winning guest. Yes, award winning guest, Ward Lens. Yes, um, EV adoption. As of there are so many there are so many EVs without parents. If you could just if you could just find it in your heart to adopt one, if if everybody in America adopted one, we could take care of this scourge across the country. Look at this cute furry little guy. Don't you want to just take him home with you? Admittedly, some of the ones you know from Tesla have an attitude, but you know they're they're cute in their own way. As of April eighth of twenty twenty three, EV sales. I guess this is to date. We're going to go with to date. Um, do you know which manufacturer and I suppose model leads EV sales so far? Quick question. I mean, not that it's going to help me much so far this year, forever. I, th- well, this is Todd ought to know, not Todd guess a number. So the number associated with this model of car is 61,590. To me, that sounds like a sales so far this year number across uh, the United States. Doesn't it sound like sales so far this year at 61,590? Could be. Sure. Okay. All right. <clears throat> My gut wants to... My gut is telling me that it is the Tesla Model 3. Uh, that comes in in second place. Thanks, Eli. Um, okay, so then uh, I will guess the Ford F-150 Lightning. With the Mega Power Frunk. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cars, trucks, SUVs ahead of uh, the Ford F-150 Lightning comes in in 10th place. Mm, Okay. What has outsold the model? Um, All right. Hyundai Ionic 5. That's not number one because you're counting. (laughs) That's in seventh place, which I think looks very interesting. But it has only sold... 5,736 units. Well, that's weird. Okay. Um, the Chevy Bolt EUV. That comes in third. That's a good guess. Mm, okay. <laughs> yep. The fourth place one, I would absolutely never have gotten. I would never have guessed what's in fourth. All right, I'm just going to start throwing some of these out because uh, there's not that many of them to uh, to go after. There's the uh, Mustang Mach-E. Oh, um, one ahead of the Lightning. That's in ninth place. Okay. Um, this is riveting content. Yep. Uh, speaking of riveting, the Rivian. Did not make the list. Yeah, it's because they're $100,000 a piece. <laughs> Uh, you gave up on Teslas really early. Why have you not the, guessed any other Tesla models? Oh, okay. So if it's not the Model Three, it'd have to be the Tesla Model Y. Tesla Model Y is the number one car on the list. Yes. See, I knew it eventually. <laughs> Got around to it. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? If I told you that the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid was number three on the list. Would you believe me? No. 
Okay, because I was lying right there. Well, yes, partially because I don't think the Pacific is made. And second, you already told me it was number three on the list. So other oh. than that, we're good. Yeah. Uh, actually, the number four on the list, the Jeep Wrangler 4XE. Right? Okay. All right. I mean. Did you even know Jeep made an electric vehicle? Uh, I may have seen one in uh, in my research for uh, for electric vehicles, but uh, that would not have come to mind. Trust me, we would have been going through the we would have been going through the Hyundai's, the Kias, the Volkswagens, uh, some brands that are only available in Europe, some brands that are only available in the UK. Before I would have gotten to the Jeep, so. All of them on this list. All of them behind the Jeep Wrangler 4XE. And I, now, there's a vehicle that should have been called... That should be the Jeep Y. <laughs> what? You know what? You got... You had all of the names of all of these. I. You know what? Good for you. This is something that Todd ought to know and almost did. I you know guess I, I know I know almost stuff about all I know almost <laughs> a lot about an unbelievable amount of things. But as this podcast has proved, not enough about most. <laughs> I know almost stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh, this is why we don't do after dark very often. Oh my it, god! Don't worry, oh. this will all be fixed in the edit. Sure, it will. <laughs> That's never staying in. Is that the title? <laughs> is that the title? Oh, damn it! <sighs> oh, how about idiots? How about the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week? Yeah, um, let's see real quick on mine. Uh, so we're back to some sports. Uh, by the way, you know, you, you, we talked about um, Caitlin Clark needing to stay and she's going to stay in school because she's going to make like a million dollars a year in NIL money. And when she leaves school, she's going to be paid much less. Yeah. Um, this wave of and this whole wave of NIL money happened because um, name, image and likeness, because the NCAA refused to pay athletes. And then eventually they got sued multiple times and a federal court said the, the NCA can't control name, image, and likeness of people. They still have rights. So now it's the wild, wild west. So there are basically no rules. They can go out and do whatever they want. And they can collect all this money that, sh that normally would have gone to the schools for them to hold on to instead of going to the, to the student athletes. Do you know who's pissed about this? Uh, athletic directors? Well, the NCAA. Yeah. Oh, yes. But, but they're not pissed. However, the new NCAA president has been going around the country, going on media um, shows and talking to people in Congress. They want a federal NIL law passed that would give the NCAA more control over the amount of money and the way that the money would be paid. Uh, so that the NIL would kind of have to go through the schools. You couldn't just reach out to the individual um, student athlete. However, <clears throat> it's not because 
they don't want the athletes to get paid. <clears throat> there, he is pitching this as it's a consumer protection law for families and student athletes. Because there's no law, these student athletes could be taken advantage of. And they're not good at negotiating these large deals. So we need a federal law that puts bumpers around and maybe limits around and maybe gets the schools involved so they can help protect their student athletes and make sure that their interests are in. Now, that, by the way, it's really interesting. <clears throat> the athletes are getting paid by companies to promote companies. And they're saying that this is a consumer protection law because the people who are making the money are the consumers. You know what? <laughs> Here's the new NCAA president. Same as the old NCAA president. <laughs> oh my jeez. I just somebody's getting money that should be our uh, belong to us. We need a federal law. Yeah, yeah. How about we, how about we get a federal law that we just pay these people? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. this is whoa. not a place Congress needs to go. We got this. <sighs> anyway, what about you? Who do you have for idiots? Uh, I brought my standard three. Okay. Lots of choices tonight. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, option number one, just married. Okay. Option number two, baseball words. All right. And option number three, the Detroit Lions. In an effort to keep us from being so sports heavy, I'm going to go with just married which i assume is probably a sports story (laughs) (laughs) actually no uh this happened while i was driving into the office the other morning um i merged onto the interstate behind a car that had I couldn't tell if it was a bumper sticker or a magnet. I'm hoping it was a magnet, but it said on it, just married. But from the looks of the magnet slash bumper sticker and the back of the car, that it had been on the back of the car for quite some time. So the question I pose is how long is just how how long can you reasonably leave a just married sticker on the back of your car saying that you were just married the problem you have is there is a window yeah in which you need to remove that yeah but if you don't remove it within that window now it's part of the car. So so you leave it on for a little while. And then there's a point where you go, mm, I should take that off. However, if that continues on the car, at some point, if you don't take it off, your spouse will then go, it's been on the car for a year. Why are you taking that off now? Are we, are we having a, are you, who are you seeing? What the hell? <laughs> Right. So, so if you yes. don't, if you don't take it off in that window, here, I, here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to assume that it's the husband left it on, and I'm going to assume that for a couple of reasons. One was lazy. 
and forgot to go get the car washed <laughs> and forgot to remove the bumper sticker. That was his job. But what I'm going to tell you is at this point, if it's been on there long enough, he is anything but an idiot because he knows damn well if that, if he takes that bumper sticker off now at this point and there's a shiny bit of bumper behind that thing. <laughs> oh, he might as well. He might as well wash the inside of that car, too, because that's where he's sleeping for the next week or two. <laughs> Because they're just married. They're not having they're not having sex. They're not doing anything else. Look, we're just married. That's we're just married. We're just married. <laughs> oh, so maybe maybe it is appropriate. Maybe you can leave it on for a much longer time. Okay. Okay. Yep. Oh, aren't you guys yep. in love? No, we're just no. married. No, we're just married. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And I don't want her to take the Chevelle if we break up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. How about some travel stories? You were on the road this week. Yeah, yeah. Did a uh, did did a couple uh, did a quick trip. Was in Dallas uh, for a couple of days at a conference. Uh, a couple of things um, came up during that trip. Uh, here is, I, I had a connecting flight, took the first flight, 45 minutes, get to the airport. I have an hour layover. And then through a series of, uh, through a series of events, uh, I don't know if you can see, this is the, this is the board at the airport. Notice the times at the bottom. Scheduled for 210. Uh, delayed to eight forty. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. Hey, six and a half hour layover. Cool. 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 Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, I got to spend some seriously quality time in the, uh, in the Salt Lake airport. Uh, shout out, shout out to the Delta sky club people there. Uh, <laughs> better than the old Salt Lake airport. I mean, the, the old one was fine. The new one, very nice. Uh, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of other things. Let's see. Uh, oh, when I was going through security here at the undisclosed location, the woman in front of me, the, we, we both went through the metal detectors. We're waiting for them to scan all of our, our luggage. Her bag comes out, and then the tray with her phone comes out of the machine and gets right through that, you know, the metal piece of, like, don't reach your hand in here. And her phone rings. So she picks it up. Hello? Yeah. No, I'm just at the airport. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. I didn't hear. Meanwhile, she's taking the things out of her tray and putting it into the po- into her pocket. She hasn't moved yet. My bag is now coming down and hits the tray. And she holds the tray. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Look, take take your phone call lots of other places. <laughs> the DSA person's looking like I'm like I don't, I, what, what, I, don't, what, I uh you're the one that has the fake badge on the shirt, not me. So, I don't <laughs> Anyway, don't take your phone call like at the security point. Um a couple of other things. Uh so this was a co- this was a conference in Dallas. Um there were the entry points into this location had eight foot tall signs that had um, uh, code uh, Dallas or no, sorry, Texas state code 
do pursuant to code, blah, 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 blah. You're like, what the heck is that? <clears throat> First four feet of it represented the code that said that it was illegal to bring your concealed weapon into the conference. The second four feet had a separate code, which said it was illegal to bring your non-concealed weapon, separate code, into the conference. And to get into the conference, which was in the hotel, we had to pass through metal detectors every time to get into the conference. Now, mind you, to get the way they did that is they got those little ribbon um, extender ribbon things like you get like at the the lines. So, uh, hey, 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 don't cross the ribbon. Go through the metal detector. Oh, OK. Sorry, I was going to bring my gun in. But, you know, that ribbon stopped me. Anyway, um, what I found is metal detectors are much like armed security in when I've been in places around the world, the more that you see them, the less safe you feel. <laughs> wait, wait, why do I need metal detectors here? <laughs> Every time? Really? Oh, because of what? Anyway, observation. Just there you go. Um, oh, and then the last one, flying back. Uh, Ward might enjoy this. He didn't listen to this podcast. Um, flying back last night, uh, behind me, uh, the there was a gentleman. The gentleman directly behind me. Anyway, I I couldn't I couldn't not hear their conversation because they were both fairly loud as we were sitting boarding the plane or whatever. The one guy says to the guy behind me, "Hey, what do you do for work?" He goes, "Oh, I uh, I I go I sell solar door to door." Huh. Okay. And the guy goes, oh, "You feel good about that job?" Second question, you feel good about that job? <laughs> oh, wow, this is going to be a fun flight. <laughs> and the guy says, you mean being a door-to-door salesman? And the guy goes, no, I got no problem with that. Selling solar? The guy's like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll go out and explain the options and everything else like this and whatever. And he's like, do you actually believe in it? Well, yeah, it's not right for everybody, but for some people, okay. And I'm like, this guy is getting super aggressive. And by the way, the guy he's the guy he's talking to, mm, the guy is asking the questions. Older gentleman. The guy he's asking the questions to doesn't fit in his seat because he's a big dude. I, I, I at one point I believe he played. I, I believe he said at one point he played college football. You feel good about your job? feel better than you're going to feel. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, so the guy keeps interrogating him about, about selling solar. And at one point he's like, he, he even made a comment about, uh, well, do you think there's any benefits in any of that stuff? And the guy explained, yeah, this, this, this can save you money. You know, it's got some environmental impacts. Um, it can, you know, in places, it, you know, with, uh, power outages, like, he was on his game. I mean, he wasn't selling, but he was. Yeah. And then the guy goes, yeah, but are there any advantages? And the guy goes, I just told you. Yeah. But like actual advantages. And then, and then, the, and then the guy says, and I'm like, oh my God, dude, like, I don't, I, I should probably record this because this is going to be needed at some point in a self-defense thing. <laughs> um, then it started getting really weird because then the guy says, so uh, what? You feel like you're uh, saving the world or something? Really? Yeah. And at this point, the guy's like, look, I just sell the solar. Okay. There are some benefits. 
you know, some people think that it does help offset some stuff. I, you know, whatever. And then this, this is the guy, the guy's next question was, so would you testify to that? That it's going to save the world? (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, did he ask him about nuclear warming? No, but <laughs> the last question was, so if the, if, if, if the solar does that, so what are you, are you also selling nuclear door to door? No, really? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. I think at that point, the guy, the guy answering the questions realized that he wasn't needing to engage any further in the conversation with his seatmate for the next two and a half hours. <laughs> So, um, that was the end of the conversation anyway. Um, so on that flight, I got, I got a diet Coke. I got some Biscoff cookies and a show. (laughs) Don't argue with stupid people. They will drag you down to their level and beat you over the head and shoulders with it. Yeah. Yeah. Will you testify to that? Oh my God. Dude, I just saw, I just saw solar. (laughs) Uh, tell you what, he was just—he was just lucky that I just didn't pull out my, uh, my. I got an app. Look, I have solar. Look how much money I've saved. You want? You want to dance? All right, let's dance. Okay, come on. This is how much money I've saved, and I'm getting screwed on my contract. Yeah, yeah. I should be doing much, much better, and yet I'm still ahead. So, what do you? What do you got? Anyway, so there you go. There was my travel stories. Um. Uh, you don't travel for a little while. And then all of a sudden you're like, does anybody know the rules anymore? Don't answer your phone. Let's not need this metal detectors. And don't ask your seatmate if they're willing to testify about their job. I mean, unless of course you're, you're, you're next to a member of Congress and then maybe that's an actual question, but that's a different, that's a different show. Do not, don't play. No, we're not, let's just move on. Nope. Not playing the theme now. Moving on. Okay. Okay. Oh my word. Um, I'm guessing this is going to be really quick. Do we have anything new under what we're watching? I'm watching all the old stuff. Yeah. Um, we did. Uh, we watched on Disney Plus. We watched Bono and the Edge, a sort of homecoming with David Letterman, where uh, Bono and the Edge are back in Dublin and David Letterman is there with them and interviewing them. And that's sort of Bono released a, a autobiography recently and sort of looking at everything. And so this is Bono and the edge taking Dave through where they grew up and places yeah. that they played and people who've known them since they were young. And they're also putting on a concert in a very small venue uh, for locals. And anyway, it, if you like you too, it's very interesting. Um, the one thing that Lisa and I absolutely agreed on is uh, man, I miss Dave. Um, Dave, the interviewer, uh-huh. when he's not trying to be a jerk is so good. Um, and he's not trying to be a jerk. And, uh, anyway, they actually, the, uh, not to, there's not really a spoiler, but at the end of it, Dave is talking to the edge and Bono about the songwriting process. And, and, and the edge says, well, we just wrote this song inspired by you last night. Dave's like, what? And so they start to play it and sing it. And Dave is just like, are you kidding me? Like, you just did this. 
Yeah, yeah, it just mm-hmm. kind of came to us and whatever. And so anyway, it's we write songs. Some of them are good, some aren't. Some of us pay for the private jet. <laughs> so <laughs> no, that's anyway. So that's on Disney Plus. It's about 90 minutes long. If you're a YouTube fan or uh or a Dave Letterman fan, I did see somebody said uh they would love to see Dave. He's I think he's friends with Bono and the edge or friendly, but they said, boy, you know what? Hey, Dave, um, maybe you could do this with some other, like, like Mick and Keith. Um, maybe Paul and Ringo just Dave, just saying anyway. So there you go. What are you watching? That's new. Uh, nothing. Ted Schmigadoon Mandalorian. Same thing. Nothing new. Rinse and repeat. Just trying to stay up. There is so much stuff out right now. Like, oh my word. And and uh um John Oliver is back on. So I watch we watched that. I don't know. Anyway. Did you learn anything besides how to mind your own business on an airplane? Did you learn anything? Yeah, this is this is also um just from my travels, I've learned that the world is clearly conspiring against me okay within within 15 minutes i had two literal signs reminding me of the new ongoing joke here that i brought upon myself first of all walking from my plane to the delta sky club i see i walk past at the in the uh, salt lake airport i walk past this store <laughs> Brugge's Belgian Bistro. <laughs> nice. And then I go to the Sky Club and I go get a little something to eat and walking past a woman wearing a black t-shirt with Bruges <laughs> printed in gold letters walks past me. And I'm just like, I shouldn't have told the story. I shouldn't have told the story. This is... I get it. Okay. That it was funny, but okay. It was I get funny. It. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was a cool 15 minutes. <laughs> anyway. So what did I learn? Yeah. Yeah. This, this isn't over yet. That's what I learned. How about you? What'd you learn? Amy, Amy's in a book club. So before they start, you know, she orders her books, the two books that she's reading right now for her book club. So the first book is Succeed, how we can how we can reach our goals. The second book is Quit. <laughs> what? Men, men, we're going to go out there and we're going to fight like hell and we are going to achieve our goals and we are going to win this game. On the other hand, if we're losing at any point, if you see me flip the Eli, quit <laughs> and walk off. You got to know when to walk away, people. A battle ensued in our house over whether or not I would share this photo, but I think it was definitely worth it. Everything is content. Uh, my wife learning both how to succeed and how to quit. The power of knowing when to walk away. You know what? Speaking of that.
Well, that music that you're bobbing your head to right now is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prince, wherever you get your pods. Uh, you can tweet us on Facebook. Uh, if you need to find us, you can search Talkin' and the number two. There's no G and there's no space. You can uh, check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. As always, thank you to our listeners. Thank you to our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ2Go Cedar Valley, who celebrated their 100th podcast this week. Way to go, guys. So congratulations to the Educated Idiots for reaching reaching 100. There we go. Uh, and if you have feedback for us, we would love to get it. Send us your feedback. Do feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? According to Oxford Languages, the third definition of the adverb just <laughs> is barely or by a little, as in inflation fell to just over 4%. Similar words include narrowly, only just, which isn't a narrow word, that's a tautology because you're literally using the word to define itself, and by <laughs> inches. So you were thinking in terms of just meaning time. What that may represent is, look, one less drink and we're not married. <laughs> we, we are we are just married. <laughs> just married. By inches. <laughs> Oh, I have if to. I wouldn't have had that old, if I wouldn't have had that fourth old fashioned at the Drake Diner, this would have never happened. Oh, why do I think we're going to have feedback next week? Oh, sweet Lord. Anyway, we'll be back with more back next week. We are here. We're talking to Todd. Every callback I have is the stuff I don't want you to leave in the show, so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs>